lot of people don't know their target market. And even if they know their target market, they don't know how to speak their language and approach them. So I was just looking through my files. I'm like, hmm, maybe I could create a workshop and see if people are interested in this. And the first day, I had 20 people register for it. And by the second week, a few days before the workshop, I had 300 plus people for the, for the workshop. So I was totally blown away by that. So I had the workshop, it went well, even though I had technical difficulties, I proposed a better version of the course. And so far, I have like 20 people that have opted for it. In this episode of the Voltura Game Show Podcast, you will discover the no advertising marketing plan from 9 to 5 to financial freedom and a simple way to kickstart your morning. Is that something that you love to know? If so, continue listening. Hi guys and welcome to another episode of the Voltura Game Show. This is episode 30. The Voltura Game Show is designed to bring together the best minds of our times so that you can have access and integrate their mindset, behavior and business lifestyle. As a result, you can access your inner perfection in a fun, new and interactive way. My name is Alexandro and I'm your host today. Today our guest is Apolline Adiju. Apolline Adiju is an entrepreneur and digital marketing expert that assists companies, professionals and medical practices to grow and strengthen their businesses, online presence that bring in leads and sales without adver- advertisement, with a specific focus on LinkedIn. Apolline itself has more than 40,000 followers on LinkedIn. She's also a member of Dell Women's Entrepreneur Network, and she was featured on Thrive Global, Medium, and BuzzFeed. Thank you for being here, Apolline. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's a pleasure to join your community and Thank share you, my life with you. <laughs> I'm actually um, curious, like, what, what brings you here? What, what are you curious to discover today? I'm curious to see how it's going to go. Curious to get to know more about you too mm-hmm. <laughs> and your podcast as well. It's a kind of unique way of approaching podcasts, mm. which you don't see all the time. Mm. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it's something uh, yeah. unusual and uh, intriguing, I, I believe. Yeah. 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 Okay, mm. good. And yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, interesting because we're going to have fun today, of course. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. Good. So this is the Voltura. Hey, Psst. one second. Before we start the show, I have a small request for you. Could you please write us a review on Apple iTunes? This will help us to improve the experience and to reach more people. And also, if you want to be part of an exclusive group, go to voltura.co slash podcast or just Google Voltura Podcast. Thank you so much. Now, let's start the show. Good. So this is the Voltura game, Apolline. And basically how we're going to start the game is by rolling the dice. So please tell me Mm -hmm. when to stop. Okay. Okay. Let's say six. Please read the card. Hmm. Encourage others to embark on the journey towards your ultimate goal by sharing why it's important um, for you. Encourage others to embark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So encourage others to embark on the journey towards your ultimate goal by sharing why it is important for you. So you can start by you know sharing your goal first. My goal um, at the moment is success in business, to be um, independent, which I am already. But I would like those working with me to um, gain or to attain the kind of success I have as well. So I'm always trying to motivate them. Like sometimes it'd be too hard, but I mean, it's the hard way, the only way, like to say. 
So I, I try to motivate them and I try to um, not necessarily follow my footsteps, but to use, to follow their own dreams as well, but getting to success in whatever path we think, because we don't have the same path, like you say. But I know I'm happy when they, they, they gain financial freedom and they are as independent as I am in life. Mm. If you haven't gone through my path, you won't know how difficult life can be sometimes. Like right now, you can eat three meals a day. You can have snacks in between the meals. But there are a lot of people who can't have even the snacks, talk less of a meal. So if I can find a way to help you fish, instead of giving you the fish, I think that is going to be a great fulfillment for me. So I know, okay, X, Y, Z can go fishing. He or she knows how to do the fishing and how to get great catch. So that kind of gives me kind of free um, peace of mind that the people around me can take care of themselves. They can eat, which is the most basic of things, and they can take care of their bills as well. So that is something I always strive for, for the people around me. Okay, so what I hear yeah. is like a, some kind of like a security, like to, to not be, let's It's, say, constrained of the next yes. day. Yes, that's it. Yes, that's security. Oh. And, and I think when someone is financially stable, you get to, you are more creative in a sense because you're not thinking about paying bills, you're thinking of how to grow, how to get better at what you do. So that's the reason, okay. my main reason why I focus a lot on that. Okay. <laughs> so you've done, you've done your task. And now mm -hmm. the next step is questions. So my question for you would be, um, I'm actually curious, how was your journey from, um, you know, probably employee, right? Like, uh, or self-employed to being uh, financial independent, as you said? Um, it was kind of um, unprepared journey. I didn't, it's not something when I was growing up, I thought about it at all. No, I had a full-time mm -hmm. job with a multinational company when I was still in the university. So I just finished university and went straight corporate job straight ahead. But I wasn't um, totally happy with it, the culture and many other things that happened during that time. So I did the unthinkable. <laughs> I packed myself and I moved from my country to Germany. And many people will be like, oh, that is really crazy. How could you have done that? But I was kind of chasing my dreams, which was kind of stupid then. Let me put it that way when I think about it. So when I came to Germany, I stumbled on network marketing. So I was like selling affiliate products online. And during that period, I started growing a Facebook page. And I grew that page to almost 12,000 running paid advertisement and it was so successful that all of those who were in my in the network marketing company in which i was they started looking up to me like can you help me grow my page so i can get clients like you and so i moved from being a network marketer and affiliate to helping those in my network to grow their pages as well and get clients so that's how i stumbled into being a social media manager i didn't even know it existed then So why I got into that, okay, I started asking myself, how can I charge people for this? Because I can't be doing this for free. I have my own business to run. So when I researched, I discovered that there was this thing called social media manager, and that's exactly what I'm doing. So I'm like, okay. So that's how I got about pricing, started learning about it, and I started charging people. And I completely abandoned my affiliate business, and I was a full-time social media manager. 
But then I discovered that when people come to me to grow their pages, there's always one thing at the back of their mind. They want to get clients, they want to get sales. So growing your page doesn't um, automatically give you that. So I went in to study more about digital marketing and how to grow the page and do X, Y, Z in relation to that to get them the clients and the sales. So that's how I stumbled into marketing from uh, affiliate to social media and then now into digital marketing and lead generation. Say, I didn't plan for it. It just happened, yes. I didn't plan for it. Exactly. Sometimes it's better to not plan and just like go with the flow and uh, see what what shows up. And like you can see, your journey is very interesting. It's like like a dance, you know, you went one step left, one step right, one step left, one step right. (laughs) A bit of research and then you discover more. Like, oh, there's more into this. Oh, I can get into that. And that's just how it went, step by step. Never dreamt of it mm. Yeah. And like um, the, the network, the, not the network marketing, but the marketing part, it was, uh, did you study it in, in the college or you like you started in no. you know, uh, self-study? Like, no, no. Courses I did marketing and business administration in school. But like I was like anybody mm-hmm. who has done that, what you learn in school is not what you see in the field. It's totally different. <laughs> It's at school, it's practice, it's theory, theory, theory. But when it comes to the field, to me, it was totally different. So I think that's the reason to why I'm furthering my studies and doing an MBA now to know more about the marketing, but more in pricing this time and consumer behavior. So it gives me more insight um, to broaden my knowledge and understanding of um, the business world. And what is, um, like... We know, I mean, I, I've also had a business in digital marketing and I know that like things change and marketing is probably one of the most uh, volatile domains, you know, like it changed, yeah. like tomorrow it could be like a totally different model, it's a totally different, you know, uh, mm-hmm. system. And um, I'm like, um, the question here is like, what is one lesson or what is one, um, let's say, um, yeah, let's say lesson that you you learn through your uh, you experience that you're applying right now, even if the, the marketing change and everything change, but you're still using that. I would say research and data, mm. because it doesn't matter what business you're going into, you always have to do that initial. I always call it the foundation. You need that foundation. And that's a mistake a lot of business owners do right away. They go into the market, they presume or they assume they know what the market wants and they go in and create products and start looking for buyers. But this concept I learned to school and which I practice today is always research and find out what they want. And if possible, you test it to be sure they really want it before you start selling. That way it reduces a lot of costs, frustration and um, loss of money um, during the building the business and trying to like scale it and all that. So the research part is the research and following data is something I've always used, always from school and TV. Hmm. Yeah, like to test, uh, basically to test the market and to see if you if you have buyers in there, if people want your brand yeah. product or no. Yeah, it sounds easy, mm-hmm. but a lot of people create and then they go look for buyers, which is really strange. Mm. They still do it till then. Instead of finding the buyers before you create, yeah. And what about the, yeah. the marketing part? 
I mean, if let's say right now, let's say I um, let's say I created something, right? Like I created a, a new revolutionary, I don't know, microphone. Let's say for the podcast, right? And yeah. um, I I already have people that want it, right? Because podcaster everywhere, right? They want it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is. Um, Let's say I'm on the startup level, yeah. So I know people want to buy it. I I got like let's say a hundred, two hundred dollars, right, from them. The question is like, how um, how can I do that, or how can someone do that at the startup level when they don't have too much money to invest? Great question. Um, a classic example or a way I would use for the microphone thing is, I'll create a landing page very beautiful landing page. And I will take um, one or two of the microphones. It depends if it's just one color, if there are several colors. I'm gonna invest on very good photography. Photograph those microphones, create an exceptionally good landing page and put the, the microphones on it in, given their features, the benefits, um, what you will gain using these microphones. And then I'll put a call to action at the end we are launching this thing xyzd if you are interested you put it in your your information here and you get it at a 50 percent discount the first let's say the first 200 Mm -hmm. people who register that way you're you're building your email list first thing and then you're having people tell you they're interested in it so you know okay there's a market for it and you know when you launch it you give them at a 50 percent so that 50 percent helps you generate income that you can create more and then sell later so that's the way I'm going to approach. Mm. Okay. You get the point. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I get, yeah, yeah, no, I got the point. And it, it's, yeah. uh, it, it's interesting because in the end you get um, the fans in the end and followers, yes. like people exactly. are living there. But mm-hmm. the thing is like, uh, the next question is like, and I, and I got, it makes sense, but how can I um, market then like, let's say outside? Because the website is the website and you know, like yes. we're in the digital marketing, we know like, Every day, probably every hour, a website yes. is coming uh, out, right? But where where can I drive traffic to that website? Social because that's the market. Social part. media on the you drive traffic from social media to the landing page. So let's say mm-hmm. you're on LinkedIn, for example, you create content that will attract people to that landing page. Well, you're not talking about the product, but you're talking about something that the microphone can enhance. Let's say you want to sell to people having podcasts. If you're having a podcast, mm-hmm. if, you, if the volume is not clear enough, people wouldn't want to listen to read. But when you have this extra crystal clear volume, you attract more people trying to listen to your podcast. Of course, you're growing it, and of course, you make revenue from it. So you could target podcasts, um, those who host podcasts on LinkedIn, for example, or you could do a, um, a contest on, um, on Instagram. Mm-hmm to kind of generate awareness and people interested and then they click over to the landing page because the main thing is you want to send them to the landing page to see what is there. And then those who are interested will sign up for the 50% or 60% discount depending on what you and your team um, decide on, on the percentage. So okay. you know they are hot buyers. If someone is opting in, it means they are ready to buy. They want mm. to buy it at that 50% discount. Yeah, so what I'm hearing is like in the case of, of LinkedIn, basically you became your own first customer because like as you said, yes. like you're, let's say you're recording your podcast with your own microphone and you can see the difference, like the quality yes. of the sound. Yes, exactly. Mm, okay. Exactly. Mm. I hosted um, a, web, well, it's a workshop and it's a workshop I didn't plan for. 
So I always have people register um, book free calls with me and we assess, I assess if I want to work with them and all that. And before, when you book a call with me, you have a survey that comes to you and you complete that survey before you get on the call with me. So what I noticed from statistics since 2018 when I started using the system for my booking is that a lot of people don't know their target market. And even if they know their target market, they don't know how to speak their language and approach them. So I was just looking through my files. I'm like, hmm, maybe I could create a workshop and see if people are interested in this. See, this is what I've noticed with most of the people that book calls with me. So I created, a, um, I just came out with this title. I didn't even have a landing page for it. So I just created a Google Forms thing. I posted on LinkedIn that I want to host a workshop to help people be able to research their market and stuff like that. And the first day I had 20 people register for it. I'm like, okay, this is serious. And in a week, we had, I think I had 80 people had registered for it. I was, my year was expecting 60 people. And by the second week, a few days before the workshop, I had 300 plus people for the, for the workshop. So I was totally blown away by that. So I'm like, okay, so there's really a market for this, even though it's something that just came up my mind one evening. So I had the workshop, it went well, even though I had technical difficulties. And after the workshop, I made a replay and I sent the replay out and that it brought in more um, customers to me because at the end of the workshop, I proposed, a, uh, I want to launch a course. So I proposed a better version of the course. And so far I have like 20 people that have opted for it. So to me, that was a huge success because I least expected it. It was just, let's just try and see. And it worked out so well. Good. Thank you, Apolline. Now, um, <laughs> let's watch it on the next player, <laughs> which is me. <laughs> so let's see yeah. what the game prepared for me. Mm -hmm. Stop. So it's five. Yes. So, oh, okay. So it says, give a speech about your last success. So now uh, spin the wheel and it's in the area of health. And now I connect the word with the, the card with the pointed around the wheel. So I give a speech about my last success in the area of health. So okay. Uh, in my case, hmm, uh, health. Health. That's that's actually interesting. What I what I'm discovering right now is that uh, in the last month I started to, you know, I had a, let's say a difficulty, right? Like um, yeah. I'm the kind of person that can. Um, I'm pretty lazy in the morning, you know, or I, I thought I was. Like it's very hard for me to wake up, uh, or it mm -hmm. was very hard for me to wake up uh, like sooner in the morning like 7 6 7 a.m you know uh and uh, the success that i had in the last week is that um i was i was able to wake up every day at 7 7 30 and uh um i've done something different that allowed me to actually wake up because what i've done before is like i was trying to you know the phone was ringing yeah i will i will i'll pick it up and I was like, you know, let's say smart. I will put it on the table so I don't need yes. to, I, I need to move, right? I don't need to stay on the bed mm -hmm. and just like turn it off. I will move and I will yes. put it on the table. But my mind mm -hmm. was smarter than me. I was like, okay, I, I pick up the phone, I turn it off and then I jump on bed. <laughs> and I went to sleep again. <laughs> uh, but the success is that um, yes. in the last week, I still done the same thing, but I've done something different. So I, I tricked okay. my mind and, and instead of, um, you know, going back to sleep i would put a meditation like a 10 minute meditation a really really simple and short one oh, and that's good. what i noticed apolline well, yeah 
And what I noticed, um, Apollin, is that um, it's so interesting. Like when the meditation starts, I almost like my, my brain's like, oh, I, know, I can't, I need to turn it off. I need to go to sleep, 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 sleep. But in the middle of the meditation, like at the five minute, I started to feel full of energy. And something that I noticed is that, it, you know, it's like, it's somehow that shows, let's say somehow like the life is, uh, because, yeah. you know, in life, you, like you have some things, you have some challenges, but all the time, or like most of the time, after the challenge is like a huge payoff that is coming, right? Like it's a huge, exactly. um, yeah, something that payoff, yeah, that you get. And that's yeah, what happened okay. with me. Like mm -hmm. after the meditation, uh, and you know, I was wake up, I, was, I felt full of energy and it's so interesting because before I thought that time is moving so fast mm -hmm. because I would sleep more and the day will be shorter. But now yes. I think that time moves so slow and I accomplish more <laughs> things. And oh, that's good. And the inside that I, mm -hmm. yeah, and the inside that I had is that I had uh, an epiphany and I, I, I visualized, you know, um, us basically. Imagine like you have, um, Let's say, a, imagine a bottle of water, yeah, two liters. Imagine that's, let's say, your body and the two liters are your energy in one day. Yes. So yes. imagine that, imagine that um, every hour from the moment I, let's say, 5 p.m. onwards yes. until, you know, 12 p.m., yes. that bottle of water every hour lose, let's say, 100 milliliters. So yes. in my case, if I would sleep until 11 or 12, even if my my mind would think, oh, you slept a lot, you're full of energy. Actually, I will lose energy because oh, the energy is lost while sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the. That's the interesting. Epiphany. What meditation um, thing do you use? Is it an app? Um, so it's a yeah, it's a short thing in a meditation. Um, basically, it's called. Um, you can do like uh, uh, breathing, you know, brief uh, method is called, uh, um, what's that called? Um, soma, soma breath. Or, soma breath. Um, okay. I would, I would, yeah, soma I'll breath. check on that. Is it an app? Yeah. That, that's a briefing with meditation. Okay. I will check. Or, um, or every, or Rykov is called also, it's, a, mm -hmm. it's another type of meditation. Or any meditation, like, mm -hmm. but that's the thing, like, like my experience is that if I if I'm looking at the phone and say oh 30 minute meditation I'm like mm. oh damn I can't even even like brief you know <laughs> but if I put 10 minutes like my brain is like okay after 10 minutes you know, in 10 okay. minutes you can just like mm -hmm. yeah so it's it's easier mm -hmm. it's like chunks you know like baby steps interesting I'm gonna try out that too good okay mm -hmm. so questions do you have any other questions i mean you asked me one question <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah ask the question because i'm interested in that i want to try that too someday okay good yeah okay so last round pauline it's your turn tell me when to stop mm -hmm. stop yes yeah so it's free okay now please read the card Choose one word to describe your ideal life. Um, peaceful, I would say. Peaceful. Peaceful in the... I have to... Let's say two characters. Sometimes I want to be in, in the nature, like in a peaceful house in the nature, in the countryside. 
And then sometimes I want to be in the city. So when I'm in the mm-hmm. work mode, I like to be in the city. But when I want to relax like weekends, then I want to be in the countryside. So okay. that's my typical. Yeah. Good. So it just Peaceful. depends on my mood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now the next step is spinning over. Mm-hmm. So. So in family. And now you connect the word, the peaceful in the area of family. I like, um, there's no perfect family, I would say, but I have always been, I'm the kind that likes to solve problems in the family. I like to stop the conflicts. You always have that sister, not sister, cousin or uncle that you never get along with. Because no matter what happens, family will always be family, and family is important to me. So I like that family. That's why I like holidays when family comes together. So we like come together. If we have problems, we solve the problems, and the peace rings. That's mm-hmm. my ideal situation when it comes mm-hmm. to family. <laughs> so, next step, okay. questions. Yes. So my question for you, uh, Apollyon, would be. Mm, I, I'm on this LinkedIn for some period, right? And I, I understand, like, I'm starting to craft a little bit this, uh, this concept. Even if I, I call myself, let's say, a newbie. Uh, but I'm actually curious, like, because you, you, you know, you have this uh, um, following and a lot of time that you spend there. I'm actually curious, like, how, how beneficial or how uh, important do you think it is for an entrepreneur or someone who wants to be an entrepreneur to use LinkedIn? Like, why they should use LinkedIn and not Facebook or Instagram or whatever, or not even use anything? I bet you I get that question almost every day. <laughs> LinkedIn, mm. but the bad thing, yeah, almost every day because people will book calls with me. 90% of my leads mm-hmm. come, no, I won't say 90%. Let's say 70% are from LinkedIn and the rest from my blogs, my articles. And I always get this question. Well, if you have a business that has to do the B2B space, then you should definitely Mm -hmm. be on LinkedIn. But the mistake some people do is um, they are predominantly B2C. Let's say they are serving the age 16 to 25 and they are on LinkedIn looking for clients. That's, to me, it's a risky thing because you won't find that group of people on LinkedIn. You might find early 20s on LinkedIn, but you would not find a 16, 17, 18 year old on LinkedIn. It's highly unlikely. You might find them. It's highly unlikely. So I think if, to me, if you know your ID clients and you know, if you know your avatar very well, then you'll be able to know if they will be on LinkedIn or not. And LinkedIn is generally business owners, professionals, and the corporate people generally. So if you have, um, for example, if I want to target women, let me give you a classic example. If my ID clients are women from 25 to, let's say, 35 or 40, and they are women who are into design and mode and stuff like that, I wouldn't pick LinkedIn as my first platform. I would pick Instagram instead because you will find a lot of women like that there. Instagram and Pinterest. If I'm going to use Facebook, it's because I want to run Facebook advertisement because it has large population but i would focus more on instagram so i think linkedin should be if you think your id clients are there if you know your id clients and you can figure out they are there then yes but if not no it's going to be a waste of time really waste of time and it's predominantly 
B2B. Yeah. B2B. So that's so why. basically yeah, like, predominantly B2B. Like, yes. like collaborations or uh, or joint mm -hmm. ventures or something like that. Building not not necessarily collaboration, but you can build a network of people that can refer you in the long run uh, on the platform. So collaborations, of course, joint ventures, of course, yes. Um, um, funding, of course, yes. That's where you get the kind of people that would fund your business and stuff like that. Yes, definitely. But if mm -hmm. you're selling a younger market, then LinkedIn is not, I don't think that's the first platform you should focus on. You can use it mm. maybe to target their parents, but you should focus on where they are. And it's definitely not going to be LinkedIn, no. Okay. <laughs> and, and that's the mistake let's a lot say of people if, make. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And let's say if, um, if someone is looking for um, a business partner or a, an investment or um, um, what's that called a founding circle something like i forgot yes. the concept yes. uh, is linkedin a good platform for that definitely yes first of all linkedin yes mm. and you should know because when you say that it's very generic so you should know exactly what kind of um person or kind of group of people you you're looking for and you can search them with bowling search the with the the quotation and it's easy to find them and even if you don't you can't find them you use sales navigator you can take it for free the first month and that first month if you know exactly what you want you can find the people you want just in the month if you've done your preparations and everything mm. and you test drive it for one month you can find them and reach out to them so yes definitely linkedin and it's easier to get to these people and get responses from them on linkedin than if you try maybe facebook they won't, they will seldom respond to you on Facebook than they will respond to you on LinkedIn. Yeah, it's another uh, a context, it's another mm -hmm. environment. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they tend to respond. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Pauline. Now let's complete the game with the acknowledgement card. Okay. Okay, so in this step, uh, Apolline, we are going to acknowledge each other for something that we have done in this round. And I want to be first, and I want to acknowledge you for your... Um, I really like the, the first thing that you said, you know, um, being independent and being, um, you know, succeeding, because that's a, that's a journey that probably everyone is like, let's say, dreaming, like, oh, I want to be financially independent. And, you know, and uh, some people, they just say it, but they're not doing the work. And some people are doing the world, but in the end, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> things happen. So I acknowledge you for, for succeeding in that. Like, this is something uh, really powerful. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, I acknowledge you for your, um, it's, it's, uh, you know, like, I think Steve Jobs calls that, you know, like being outside of the status quo, like you are in a, in a good job, good pay job. Like I, I believe like it was really good. And, uh, in the end, like it yeah. was, uh, it was not what you wanted. And you knew what you wanted, and you went yes. and pursued that. So I acknowledge you for that. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. I acknowledge you. Can I go ahead? Yeah, yeah. The meditation part—that's something I learned, and I would definitely use it in the morning because I have a problem waking up in the morning too. I'm not a morning person. <laughs> So I would try that and see because from the way you say it, it's like, okay, as the meditation goes on, it kind of wakes you up. <laughs> so I would definitely try that. Thanks for the tip. Yeah. 
Great. Yeah. yeah. Hold us. Uh, we're going to hold you accountable, like me and, and the listeners. <laughs> Be like, oh, Pauline, yeah. I was with the morning. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely try that. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thank you. Good. Yeah. Thank you. So, woohoo. <laughs> Congratulations, Apolline. <laughs> Thanks, finish thanks, the game. Thanks, thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Thank, thank you. Thank you for playing the Voltura game. And I'm actually curious, like, what, uh -huh. what did you like about it? What? It's unique. It's first time I ever attended such a podcast, and it's like you don't know what's coming, so you're just you're on the alert. <laughs> you're waiting, <laughs> so it's, it's interesting. Unlike some podcasts that you really have like a mind like a, you already have like okay they might ask questions about this but this is completely spontaneous so that makes it interesting because it touches aspects of life that you don't have to think much it's every we all go through this so if you ask me anything it's always easy to come up with a response because it's an everyday situation so it makes it easy to um unlike if you had to ask me maybe a business kind of question then i'll have to think and think but this is more it's easy and spontaneous to just pick out a situation in life and go for it. So I really like it. I enjoyed mm. it. <laughs> I do. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I got it. That it was it was fun and you enjoyed. Great. It is. Now it is. I want to ask you. Uh, so I want to ask you three more questions here, Apolline, uh, before we complete. And these are: uh, What is one successful mindset that you had? one successful behavior and one aspect of your lifestyle that made you who you are now? I, I tend to be calm and peaceful in times of um, problems or in times of conflict. I, um, I know how to keep my calm. I don't explode like most people will. So when it's a situation like I, I'm very good at just keeping my calm, I suck it in and I try to think from sitting down, let's put it that way, not standing up. So I know how to handle situations, and especially when it's an unforeseen circumstance. That's something that has really helped me in life in general, not having sudden outbursts and anger and all that. I'm more of the cooler kind of person. Okay, good. What about the behavior? Um... Behavior, I think, is going to be linked to this too. The more of the be quiet if you don't have anything to say, or be quiet so you can understand what they are saying and be able to get into their mind and give them responses based on what they are saying, not struggling to talk at the same time. So I would be quiet. If I, even if I have something to say, I'll, I'll rather be quiet. Because the more I listen, the more I gain from what people are saying. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And that was that was powerful. I like it. Like listening, the more you listen, the more you gain. Great. Yes. And what about the lifestyle? Yeah. The go getter, the go getter life, a go getter um, aspect of me. Not relentless. I'm always like I'm always going forward. I don't always see obstacles as uh, let's stop here. No, I always want to overcome them and go keep going. So the go-getter aspect of me is something that has always kept me on the road, mm. <laughs> always going yeah. forward. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to be focused. I don't uh, see challenges. Goal focused. Yes. Yes. Mm. And I don't see challenges as, okay, no, let's stop. No. It's like, okay, let's get over this and let's move to the next one. Mm. Great. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Apolline. Now, you. Uh, please tell people where Thanks. they can find more about you. I'm on LinkedIn, Apolline Adijo. Actually, online is Apolline Adijo everywhere. <laughs> on Facebook, <laughs> on Instagram, on Pinterest, on LinkedIn, my website, just type Apolline Adijo and you will find me. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the username I have Great. all over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, uh, and the links are in the description below. So, yeah. It could be easy, just yeah. click and that's it. <laughs> Great. Mm. Thank you, boy. And you just click here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else you want to say before uh, we complete? Um, thank you so much for having me and sharing this time with your community. It's really a pleasure. <laughs> thank you for thank thinking you. about inviting me here too. <laughs> and I'll learn something you from you accepting. that I'll take along with me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Apolline, and thank you guys for listening to this episode. This was the 30th episode of the Voltura Game Show. My name is Alexandru. I was your host today with our guest, Apolline Adijo. And if you like this episode, please uh, share it with everyone and don't keep it like be generous, throw it, <laughs> throw it ever. <laughs> and uh, Apolline said, <laughs> exactly. like, if you don't have anything nice to say, just listen. <laughs> yeah, I'll listen be quiet, to our episode. Yes. Uh, exactly, mm-hmm. and be quiet. And, uh, and yes, and uh, leave us a five-star review on uh, Apple platform or whatever um, platform you're listening to right now. And uh, leave a, leave a feedback. Uh, what, what do you like about it? What you didn't like about it? Or what do you think we can do so you can have mm-hmm. a better experience, if it's possible? <laughs> Thank you, Pauline. Mm-hmm. In the next episode of the Voltura Game Show, you will meet Joseph. Joseph is an entrepreneur, international media mogul, and motivation speaker. His advice and innovative thoughts were published in journals such as the Huffington Post, Daily Star, The Independent and preached by Oprah. See you in the next episode.